0: Hey guys, welcome to episode 54 of the Running After Age 40 podcast. Today, I this is a topic I'm so excited about. I, I'm going to talk about eight hacks for time management to give you more time for running and for fitness in general, so I'm a big like productivity lover. Uh, I'm a, I'm gonna say I'm a recovering like multitasker because I'm really trying. I know that multitasking isn't the best way to get the most out of your day, so I'm trying to work on that. It's a work in progress, let me tell you. But I wanted to start out with a little bit of a story about time management because I went through about a ten, maybe fifteen years, if I'm honest, period of not doing any strength training or very minimal, I guess, if you can call it at all, because I said I was too busy. So I definitely ran through that period uh, and did cardio, but I literally, you know, maybe sit-ups every once in a while. So the problem was that I just got weaker and weaker, and the cardio, you know, I kept doing it, but uh, the weaker I got and the older I got, the slower I got, and the more uh, my hips hurt, my back hurt constantly, my neck would hurt. Uh, I was just super frustrated with my speed. I know I've talked about it on this podcast before, and I attribute a lot of that to the lack of strength training. But my the issue is I just kept. Thing, I didn't have time. Uh, so one of the things that I did back then uh, was this about three years ago. Is uh, I got actually it might be a little bit more than three years. Uh, time gets away from me. But I, I I hired a nutritionist and a strength coach for my kids who were athletes, and she gave us all you know some good exercises and some good meal plans and everything really revamped at that time. So. Uh, She also allowed us to do like one virtual workout. This is even before COVID, but per week. So I would join that and that would really motivate me to do the strength training. But then uh, over time, you know, we didn't continue using the trainer just because, you know, once you get those habits down and whatnot, I didn't I didn't need it anymore. I had enough personal accountability. What I did was I stuck to the strength training. And the reason I did that was I decided to commit myself to 30 minutes a day. And it wasn't at a specific time; it was more that thirty-minute magical number. And I don't know what your magical number is. Maybe it's fifteen, maybe it's forty-five, depending on how you, you know, like to split up your cardio and your strength training. But for me, thirty minutes makes me feel pretty good. It doesn't always happen, you know, at once, um, but it always happens at some point. You might see me doing like three minutes of squats at night if I didn't hit my thirty minutes. And it sounds a little bit compulsive, uh, obsessive-compulsive. I guess maybe it is, but that 30 minutes, uh, is to me really important. It's not always with weights. It could be body weight only. It could be drills. I'm going to talk about how some of the different ways that I get to that 30 minutes. Uh, and like I said, it's not always at one time. Um, uh, but you know, overall, because I started doing that strength training and the 30 minutes, I feel a lot better. I'm definitely stronger. I did, I think I did six pull-ups the other day and I started, I couldn't even, they were the, reverse kind uh but I guess so chin-ups but uh, I couldn't do any before so I was pretty proud of that and my back feels better my hips feel better uh you know my running is better so overall just sticking with that has really helped me but 30 minutes seems like a lot and uh you know then in addition to running so I'm going to talk about how I've been able to fit that in and hopefully it helps you out a little bit too. So, with that, uh, that was just my personal story. I'll get on with the eight little hacks that uh, have have given me the opportunity to fit these things in so the first thing is looking at your schedule at the end of either the day or the week. So you choose, Uh, you could also do it at the end of the month but I think it's most effective on a weekly basis. And if you sit down on Saturday night and you look through the week, look at how many times you got your workout in and look at the times that you didn't and don't beat yourself up for the times you didn't it's no big deal but look at those days and see what the heck happened like what did you do in place because we all have the same 24 hours in each day so it's what we choose to do so if you said yes to one thing then it means you're saying no to another so what did you say yes to and again don't beat yourself up about it just figure it out so that you can you know make the upcoming weeks a little bit different of a schedule so really look at that you know at the end of the week that's what I'm, I'm recommending the weekly uh just look on a daily basis how many times did i get out for a run or for a cardiovascular workout how many times did i get any kind of strength training done and then you know if i didn't what else did i do when you're looking at your week, I think what will help is if you look at four things. So you could look at like, okay, what did I do that I need to do less of? So make that one column. Like literally look at what did I do that I need to do less of? Maybe it's Netflix. Maybe it's sitting there on Facebook. Uh, maybe it's, you know, <laughs> oversleeping. Uh, it's hard to do that in the winter. Uh, maybe it's, you know, I need to drink less alcohol. Whatever it might be, what do you want to do less of? Okay, so that's one column. Then write down what you wanna do more of So like me, when I was trying to increase my strength training, it would have been strength training. Uh, It might have been a little bit faster or a harder workout. Uh, It might be I want to do more reading. I might want to do more stretching. I might want to, you know, and when you do quite more, like don't just write, right now you can just write arrows. Like You don't have to specify at this point. You're just kind of brainstorming, trying to figure out, like, where could you add a little bit more? Maybe you want to add more greens. You want to eat better. Uh, Maybe you're looking at your last week and you're like, wow, like we ate out three times for dinner. I think I want to do less of that and more of, you know, making some chicken at home, whatever it might be. That's what you want to do when you're doing kind of this time audit. Uh, the other two segments to the time audit are like, what didn't I do at all that I want to start doing? And so like, that's my initial story where I wasn't doing any strength training. So just adding even some planks, like I want to start doing something. So what do you want to start doing? And then what do you want to stop doing? So for me in October, I just stopped drinking wine cold turkey because I felt like it was something I was doing too much of. And uh, it wasn't something where just reducing that wasn't going to be, like doable for me I just had to quit it for a while so like that's an example like if I looked at the week and I'm like you know what I woke up and I was pretty tired three out of four days because I had a couple glasses of wine and I'm gonna stop doing that next week you know that's what I'm talking about here so you're kind of again doing an audit of your schedule and then figuring out what do you want to do less of? What do you want to do more of? What do you want to start doing? Or what do you want to stop doing? That in itself, like if you do that for four weeks and just take 30 minutes, I think you'll be like, it's miraculous what you see that you spend time doing that you don't even realize. Um, and you know, you might end up like me and having to, I had to delete social media from my phone for a long time. Because uh, it just, I realized, oh my gosh, I'm doing this audit. I'm spending so much time on that. Uh, that's got to go. And I want to, you know, then I added it back in, like I put it back on, but I don't post on Facebook, you know, so things like that, where you can, you know, maybe you want to stop posting, but you want to keep it on there. So you want to see people's birthdays, whatever it is doing that time audit will really help. All right. The second thing that has made a huge difference in my ability to get the strength training done is parking lot workouts. And I can't remember if I've talked about him on this podcast, but I'm pretty um, I I have to say I love parking lot workouts and I don't really care. Like if people think it's silly, Uh, you know, I think it's silly to sit in your car and look at your phone. So that's, you know, my opinion. And then they can have theirs. But there's really no excuse. Like you're probably sitting wasting time somewhere, whether it's waiting to get your car oil changed, waiting for one of your kids, waiting, um, you know, at the doctor and they haven't called you any, whatever, and you can sit in your c- c- car. I-, I don't know. Just think about any time that you have time in between. You know how you have like, I've got to pick up one kid at this, and then I've got to go run this, but I actually have like a half mile run block, oh, I'm going to run in and like walk through Target, or I'm going to, again, look at my phone, or stop at Starbucks, like there are windows of time where you can use it, and you can fit in a parking lot workout, um, I don't have any videos of myself doing these, but if you literally Google parking lot video, there'll be people on YouTube doing them, uh, but you don't even have to do that, you can literally put like a pillow in your car, like one of the other throw pillows from your couch. Uh and then some bands or nothing at all. And you can do jumping jacks. You can do lunges, you can do squats. Uh you can do sit-ups, you can do planks. Uh, you can do—I can't remember—say I, I already say lunges, all body weight things, uh, and do it for 30 minutes. If you only have 10, do 10 minutes. But like, literally, you can do a 30-minute parking lot workout, and you'll feel so amazing, and you'll be like, "Wow, I just crushed it!" And it doesn't—you don't even have to sweat. Like, I'm not talking like you know hardcore stuff. I mean, jumping jacks and stuff can make you sweat, but you can keep it a little bit more low key if you don't have like. you you know, you can't dress properly, but parking lot workouts, there's always a parking lot. There's never an excuse. Uh, you can put on your winter coat if it's winter and put on a hat and you can do it. You know, you'll warm up really quickly. I promise I've done it. Uh, I've done it while my kids were at the physical therapist. I've done it while, uh, my kids, you know, were, I don't know, um, definitely at their lessons and things like that, but yeah. So, if you take anything away from this like try out a parking lot workout because it's pretty fun and you feel pretty cool I know I'm just kidding you'll feel like people are staring at you can I'm sure you can find like a park or something uh where you're in a safe parking lot where there's not people staring at you I'm not saying you have to do it like at a grocery store where people are coming in and out usually you can find like a safe well-lit kind of less congested place parks are great like if you can get over in a little corner uh, and do your thing especially if you can be on a bench and there's like picnic table and you can do little uh, uh, dips and things like that. So okay number three is uh, a walking desk and I actually did an interview with uh, Sarah Kennedy about this. She's got one of these. I still don't have one uh, but I do try to stand at my desk. I'm not the best at this. I still like to sit and type but uh, I, I think this is a great idea um, and going a step further like walking or doing your run while chatting like if you have airpods you can at least get some steps in you could get you know some uh body weight things type in if you've got someone that you like to chat with and just kind of have more of a gossip fest or just like an informal chat or even brainstorm work type things and it's somebody that doesn't mind if you're walking like do it because your brain if you're trying to brainstorm it's so great if you're moving the blood flow is better you'll be more creative uh you know i think more of us would get a lot things a lot more things done if we would do walking meetings so that's just uh something i propose but you know you'll get to fit in more fitness while getting things done so that's number three Uh, Number four is really streamlining your food preparation. So I think if you do that calendar audit audit in like step one, in number one, and you figure out like, wow, I'm doing a lot of time grocery shopping, I'm doing a lot of time food prepping, is it really necessary? Well, if you love to cook, it might be, you know, maybe that's a passion of yours, uh, then that's fine. If you don't, then you can probably simplify that. Uh, you can either, you know, we've done it where we bought prepared meals. And what I mean by that is like from one of the services that prepare healthy meals where you can have, you can go pick them up and they're just like individually prepared meals that you can heat up. I know a microwave isn't the best, but still it's, you know, when it's healthy food, I feel like, Hey, it's better than me uh, stopping at jimmy john's or something so getting that type of thing is great and it seems expensive when you pay it but then when you realize hey there's like broccoli in here if i bought all these ingredients and made it i would have a lot of money spent too and i think when you pay for it you'll eat it like i found that too like if i'm gonna pay and i know gosh this is like ten dollars for individual individual meal i'm not gonna waste it i'm gonna eat it uh, so that's pretty cool too. Um, if you're not gonna try something like that, you know, you can also just focus on you know really easy food like raw fruit. It doesn't have to be like a fancy acai bowl. Like you can just go simple. You can do shredded chicken. I've talked about some of these things before, but raw fruit, raw vegetables, uh, very basic things. Eating simple and eating the same thing is not necessarily a bad thing. It can be a time saver. I mean, yes, it's always better to have a varied diet, but a variety of things. But, you know, as a time saver, especially in the winter when you can't grill and things, I think uh, you do the best you can. So cutting down on food prep, food prep to give you more time to work out is uh, number four. Number five is getting your family and your friends involved. So, especially your kids. So, if you, you know, have younger kids pushing them in the stroller, if you have like that middle size and you can take them to the track while you're getting your run in, uh, you can always take some toys and put them in the middle of the track and they can, you know, they can run around the track a little bit with you. They can play in the middle. Uh, they can bring their bikes. They can bring their scooters. Uh, we did it where like we would push them in the stroller for a little while. They'd get out run a little bit. Uh, but getting them involved really makes a big difference, I think. Uh, and that goes with the parking lot workouts too. you know, there's no reason for you and your kids to be like sitting there looking at your screens while you're waiting for someone else to do something like they can get up and they can take a walk with you, like at least around the area, too. So um, getting your family and friends involved, I think, is great. And that kind of goes with number three, too, where you can walk while chatting, like, you know, maybe make it someone that you know look forward to at a certain time a day where, you're gonna call them in, get up and walk a little bit. Uh, number six, uh, this is something that you know I've been trying lately. It's just five minutes every hour of stretching. So uh, I don't know any runners that love to stretch. Like I literally don't know any. Uh, everybody, always, oh, I hate to stretch. I don't stretch. You know. So I think you know doing two minutes every hour is probably a great thing just get up like stretch your upper back stretch your hamstrings uh there's i really like instagram for this uh there's all kinds of great ones if you just put in like lower back stretch or whatever you'll start to see similar things just because of how the long rhythm works but some great stretches on there so doing that like uh, you know two minutes every hour if you work for six to eight hours that's A lot of stretching and you'll be like oh like at the end of the day my neck feels better and i'm not so stiff so fitting that in i think versus saying i'm gonna fit in like 10 minutes of stretching after i get done running because i don't know about you but like i get done with my run i gotta shower and get ready i don't have time to like be stretching then so much more doable you can do it you know while you're on the phone or whatever too so that was number six uh number seven is one of my favorites and that's prepare for excuses so, uh, if you're like me, like there's can be a lot of excuses. Well, I, oh, I forgot my gloves or man, I didn't have a chance to eat. I'm super hungry. So I'm, you know, I don't have the energy to work out or I don't want my shoes. So like, think about when you do that audit of number one, like what were your excuses? Cause if you're like, well, the weather was bad. Oh, like, was it really like, there's really rarely a time where the weather's that bad that you can't get outside and work out. Uh, So keep a pair of gloves in your car, keep a hat, you know, make a little basket and keep some snacks, an extra bottle of water, um, maybe even an extra pair of shoes. Usually runners have multiple pairs, so just keep one pair in the car and that way you're preparing yourself against all those excuses that are going to come up. Uh, and then number eight is to use your workout time, especially if it's the things that you least like to do, like the stretching or for me, the strength training, like use that time to either watch a show that you wouldn't normally watch or listen to something that normally you wouldn't get to listen to. Um, or, you know, again, you could go back to number six and getting your friends and family involved and, you know, give them a call, but like do something during the workout time that is kind of your free time and that way later like when you're normally you'd watch Netflix you are you've already done it but you did it during a productive time too because I think that if you do the time audit and you have a lot of time to social media or a lot of time on uh, watching tv those are the easiest areas to cut back and make those workout times instead and you can do sit-ups and like be looking through your Instagram I mean not not continuously but you know you can do things like that. It's not the worst thing in the world. So with that, those are my eight hacks that could give you more time for running and for fitness in general uh, that I think, you know, we're midway through January and depending on when you're listening to this, there's never a there's never a time where you can't look at your calendar and s- figure out a little bit better way to optimize your time. Uh, and I don't think being busy is the answer. Like saying like I'm so busy isn't necessarily like, this badge of honor. What are you busy doing? And how can you make that time more focused, more full of joy, and more things that are making you a better you? So, with that, thank you for listening. I really appreciate it, and uh, happy running, and especially happy running after the age of forty. And if you like one of these tips, or you if you have an additional tip. Uh, you know, share this podcast and post yours uh, and tag me in it. It's Running With Grit on Instagram, uh, and I would love to hear from you. Thanks for listening to the Running After Age 40 podcast. If you like the show, please be sure to rate and give us a like in iTunes. Also, check out our website, www.runningwithgrit.com, for all things related to running over the age of 40. We have a special gift guide up for the holidays on the site. Designed to share stocking stuffer ideas and gifts for runners at pretty much every price. Thanks for listening.